0: Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today.
2: Sadly, you're both frozen. I can hear you. You sound beautiful. But um, can you see us at all? Are we moving or are we still
1: frozen?
2: I can see, but you're frozen. You're very blurry, almost like you um, watched the video in the ring about seven days ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it's a good vibe. Kia ora, Estefana. Welcome to the Real Pod. My name's Jenny. I'm joined by Duncan Greive in studio and Alex Casey in Christchurch. How are you, Alex? Hello, Jane. I'm very well. How are you, Dunk?
0: Uh, I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm sort of in this kind of pre going away for a long time kind of pocket where I'm just trying to make a lot of things happen. Also, just been out a lot lately, which we'll we'll get to. Um, okay. Because which which has been great, but it just takes out of you, you know.
1: A pair of you have lived a life in this last week, and I have been on the couch. Um, I got nothing. I got nothing to report. But anyway, hi Samuel. Samuel's in the room too. Hi. And uh before we start, Samuel's got a corny interaction.
0: Yeah, sorry, team. Uh, well specifically sorry to Jane, but I, I saw another <laughs> corny in the wild. Um, uh, my beautiful my beautiful flatmate's best friend Phoebe. Just wanted to give a shout out. Stayed with us on the weekend and sitting down in the living room at like two o'clock in the morning. They just got him back from a party. I was still awake. She turns to me and she goes, I need to tell you something. Mm-hmm. She's like, I really love the real pod. Oh, that's so that's sweet. So it's not cute. the line, but it's
1: very, very no, yeah, sweet.
0: I, I, will, I, I am docking meta. points for not saying I'm a corny and I'm sorry. No,
1: no, but. that's okay. I mean, we're all on a journey. Um, I still haven't heard those those words slip from anyone's lips. Uh, that
0: is wild.
1: <laughs> um, Alex sent me a video from a corny uh, that she ran into, like quite a fancy, and a fancy corny. There's a subset of cornies that are the mm. fancies. And this There's was a kind of the Illuminati. There's
2: the Illuminati cornies who you find in really surprising, quite glitzy rooms. I had two at the Voyager Media Awards. The first being Rebecca Barrow, who uh, approached me quite early on in the evening and said, I'm so sad Jane's not here because I have something to tell you. <laughs> I'm a corny and I'm oh, sorry. Oh. So then I got a video of her, I guess like a cameo, if you will, and sent that to Jane. It and was, yeah. And then uh, lovely Beth came up to me after the ceremony, which we will discuss because it was rich content, um, (laughs) to just dissect the whole evening and, of course, opened with, I'm a corny and I'm sorry. So just to have that kind of bookend the night. I mean, those nights are very stressful. If you're, like, socially anxious, it's a nightmare. So just to have the sort of – to know that there were cornies out there really um, made a tremendous difference.
1: It's a corn sandwich, a corn hug even. Mm. Around your night. Cornbread, yeah. Uh, Rebecca Barrow actually assumingly like invented the Canon camera. Um, mm. she she actually got up and presented an award on behalf of, of a Canon who sponsored a photography award. Wow. I know. Like that's proper proper flash. Yeah. Flash corny. And and, and a good pun on camera. Very good pun. Accidental one. Now it's time for the real news. Alex won a thing. <gasps> Don't make me sing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's, let's have
1: a little pucky pucky for Alex. Congratulations. What, what was it? Kind. Best lifestyle reporting,
2: was it? Best, best lifestyle reporting. Um, an honor, you know a category that I actually am very proud to represent. I think it's quite a derided underrated <laughs> part of of journalism. So that was a real honor, but what made me even prouder was to be mere be moments before the award was announced. I was completely doused in LMP. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> from a, um,
2: from a, a, a server. So this is a hack. If you're at one of these events and everyone's drinking and you're not, and you don't want to be harangued with questions um, and congratulations on your per- pregnancy, um, which, you know, whatever. <laughs> Uh, drink L&P, drink L&P in a champagne flute. Nobody asked questions. And it's actually quite nice to just have L&P. You know, you never really go out of your way to have have that kind of a drink. So this is what I was doing, but I had to do sort of a bespoke order over my shoulder and Mad heard me do it and she wanted one too. So then the server came back with not one but two L&Ps in a flute, which she hadn't dealt with yet. You know, that was new for her. So (laughs) immediately wobbled, spilled, all the way down my left-hand side and Mad's right-hand side. And then it was like, and the winner is Alex Casey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's it was perfect. so perfect. <laughs> Thankfully, we didn't have to go up. You know, normally in the voyages, you know in advance what's a speech and what's not. But this year, they tried to keep everything sort of a little bit of a surprise. But you do get sort of filmed with a Roman kind of Oscars camera. And I was like hastily... You know, like drying myself with napkins and sitting on a huge wad of napkins, almost like a puppy, like a it's pee like pad. A... <laughs> we've
1: yeah, all been, we've like all been nappy. there. We've all been there. <laughs> uh, look, Alex, um, I was watching the live stream from home, and the roving camera person wasn't drinking L and P. I'll tell you that much. It was, <laughs> it was like Blair Witch at the Voyagers. It was madness. Um,
0: it was a, it's a big room to navigate. Seemingly to, to be fair.
1: one camera person. I think so? Mm. Because it, it, it was just like it's, it seemed like every time someone was announced and they'd had to cut to them, um, this person was like racing from the other side of the room. <laughs> it was uh, it was quite the wild ride from home, I have to say. Um, but just a huge congratulations, well deserved, so the, well
0: deserved. The like, voice
1: of God commented that the judges said that uh, you had a unique voice, which I think is sums sums you up nicely.
0: But I think it's true. I mean, what what you said about you know like being proud of this this denigrated category. Like you can I, I think that's that's why I'm so stoked for you because like the way that you and you know we we try and do this across the spinoff, but particularly is, is do lifestyle reporting is to take it seriously and find stories there. And I think that there's almost like an unspoken kind of grouchiness at almost the idea of lifestyle, but you can actually make it really, really profound and funny and illuminating and you did that. So well done, Alex.
1: I think as well, uh, you know, you're almost like regenerating the whole genre because when you think about lifestyle categories on other unnamed media outlets, it's always like 25% of men do this in bed and, and just <laughs> stuff that they've just gotten from crap surveys. Typically I don't. To
0: be clear, I don't. Like, that's <laughs> it's just a oh, seventy-five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um but we we love you and we love your writing. And once again, Alex, oh, we're in awe much. of you. Oh
0: shush, But not as much shush. as in awe of
1: Mike puto Sorry, I'm moving on. Mike puto No,
2: please do, because this is what I was gonna say. As as great <laughs> as it was to win an award, I felt like I had already won because we sat down, we didn't know who was hosting, and it was like, please welcome your host uh Petra Bagus and Mike Puru and I first my first thought was I heard Mike and I was like McRobert so I was clapping and I was like whoa this is exciting and then when I realized I rose out of my chair like <laughs> like I was possessed <laughs> it was just the dream host like we've been talking about Mike Puru for so long and in the week leading up to the voyages I had had multiple conversations with people saying we need Mike on that stage and it happened and boy was he good <laughs>
0: He, he just gave it everything in a really in a way that only Mike can like and and I think for a lot of people hosting the voyages, it's another gig, you know like it seems like a really
1: hard it's a brutal gig horrible gig because you're you you're in a room
0: full of critics, six hundred like, like kinda of, and they're not just like ordinary media people they're like. Grouchy print journalists, for the most part, yeah, you know? and, and they're all
1: very cool and take themselves very seriously. I don't
0: know about that. Well, not all of them, but um, but certainly, like, it's like it's a, it is a notoriously tough crowd, and uh, but Mike's just sort of boyish exuberance and just just radiated excitement over the thing was so gorgeous, culminating in. I mean, you you, you take it away, Art. <laughs>
2: I can't, it's hard to put into words. I recorded the whole thing. I don't even know at what point in the ceremony it happened, but I just feel like there was my life before Mike Puru's New Zealand media themed musical number and after Mike Puru's <laughs> New Zealand media themed musical yeah. number. He kind of he interrupted Petra, which I don't know if that was like arranged, but said, Look, there's something I've always wanted to do. I need to give myself this Neil Patrick Harris moment. And then launched into a three minute bespoke, um, yeah, themed song An to original the tune song. of Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, but all about um, the media merger, <laughs> you know, the spin-off. <laughs> it was just, it was incredible. It was, I felt like I had been shot point blank in the head. <laughs> I was just so stunned by the whole thing. <laughs> and he gave it hell. And he was like, he was roaming around the room, you know, the camera the camera person was following him and he was sweaty and he was dancing and he was just... He, he left it's it just all him, out right? on the floor. It was just
0: he, him. He did. And when you think about, like, that gig, you know, Tough Crowd, as I say, your fee is your fee. You don't get more for doing an original <laughs> song, for spending a long, long time writing some music and then having the absolute sheer quaking nightmare that is having to sing it in front of this real real rough old crowd.
1: He had lyrics to remember and he they were sandwiched into this song that is not the easiest to sandwich bespoke lyrics into. What a guy. I was really uh, at, at home watching it. The, the highlight of my night, aside from you winning your award, Alex, was Mike Puru directly going up to the camera. And I know that you guys had big screens in the room, so you got to enjoy this as well. But at home it felt like he was singing to me, which was a really nice touch because everything else, all of the other coverage was to the room and this was to me. And it was very – I just think he thought of everyone, you know. He thought of the cast and the crew. Um, and, and he just ate the sandwich in the middle. he's just – and i I kind of thought – I worried that in the room people might be laughing. And I was like, if they're laughing, they don't deserve to be there.
0: Well – I mean, some were, but I don't think that he was unaware that that this would cause joy and mirth. You know, <laughs> um, pure
1: joy for me, pure one hundred percent joy. I, I defend the man till the day I die. I just think he's a cracking human.
0: Yeah, it was it was, it was a special thing.
1: We got to catch up with him afterwards to congratulate
2: him on his. his- Tremendous success over the course of the night. And um, he revealed that he had actually initially planned for there to be sing-along lyrics on the screen. So it would be like a karaoke situation. But, and I quote, the guy couldn't do them fast enough. (laughs) So that just gives you an idea of just the sheer sort of density, the density of the lyrics.
1: (laughs) Had there been sing-along lyrics, which would have been the loudest table singing along, do you think?
0: Hmm, I mean, maybe table two, table, like we were table one, table two had uh, Callum Henderson and Hayden Dunnell on it, who are both also really enjoying it and, and in close proximity to one another. And I think they might have, you know, just 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 got there to edge us out. But I certainly think there would be no noise at all from the other 38 or 58 <laughs> tables. There
2: was certainly a standing ovation, at least from table one. I know that I, I was out yep. of my seat. Man, hi, I was out of a seat. I think, Duncan, you you were out of your seat, weren't you? Of
0: course I was out of my seat. I wouldn't just dis- disgrace my, my <laughs> seat with my bum during a <laughs> post-Mike <laughs> Purdue situation. Jesus.
1: You will find uh, – you surely find footage of that online somewhere. I mean, I know Alex has got it, but surely someone else had the presence of mind to record it and put it up on the internet. Um, if not, sucks to be you. I, I, I realise that we've kind of um, – <laughs> I don't even do any housekeeping at the time. We've got actually quite massive housekeeping to talk about um, this week.
0: Well, should we should we save it for the end?
1: Well, I just feel like that might be a bit of a shock. Do you think? I don't know. Do most people get to the end? What's the drop off?
0: I think that it's an Easter egg because because the cornies will distribute it.
1: I am very proud to say that this here podcast has the greatest listen through rate of any podcast in the spinoff podcast network. Possibly in the country, because we are between like 98 and weirdly 104% every single time. And, and we get to 104% by people re-listening, which is, that's magic. So keep up the good work, Cornies. You're doing a great job.
0: And stick around, because we've got some news.
1: We've got some really big news, but it's good news, so don't freak out.
0: But it's really big. Huge. And it will change everything.
1: Everything. Nothing Well, stays the same. Well, well not everything. But anyway, we'll get there. Let's suffice to say we had a strategy meeting last week, okay? That's all I'll say. Anyway, uh, I thought I was going to be hanging out with Dame Susan this weekend. Whoa. But I am not, and the reason is (laughs) I've gotten really crap at checking my Instagram messages, and I logged in there yesterday and got a message from her saying, hey, if you're around on Saturday, come for a walk, because she was doing this, this walk to raise money around the domain, like 57 kilometres or something ridiculous. And I was like, cool, yeah, great idea. See you Saturday. She was like, that was last weekend.
0: Oh, The message had been sat there oh,
1: no. for days and days, and you I missed snubbed
0: it. Her and snubbed her.
1: Not on purpose. And I made myself Still. look like an idiot, like I wasn't across her good charity work, which I wasn't. Anyway, so I potted that. Sorry Dame Susan. You did. What about you and your celebrities? Well,
0: I, I probably had the, I think respectfully had the biggest haul of the weekend because after um the Voyager Awards where you get a lot of, you know, a lot of celebrity interactions, you get a bit of Sam Hayes and uh I had had a shed laugh with the broadcasting minister Willie Jackson. Uh, it, was, it was great times, um, but <laughs> Hamilton. I went to the Hamilton premiere, curiously, two days after it had opened at Spark Arena on the Sunday.
1: Oh, I thought I saw Hamilton. I thought you were in Hamilton. I was like, wow, a million celebrities that in Hamilton. Has
0: been this unexpectedly fun joke for everyone who's been to <laughs> Hamilton so far. Um, uh, I saw I got a second helping of the media insider Shane Curry two nights in a row. That's an absolute joy. Never
1: have Curry two nights in a row. <laughs> hey,
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but it was it was uh, so Colin Marthora Jeffrey mm. lovely hug wearing a blanket looked good. Cozy. He could really pull off a blanket and put it on. Yep, yep. Uh, Moses uh, the the bachelor was uh, he not starring
1: sort of in Hamilton? That would no, make no, uh, he could have.
0: He could have. Um, man, there were so many. It was it was quite ridiculous, and here I am, sort of running out of them.
1: It's because uh, often when you reach yeah, well, yeah, this, well, I saw
0: Molly, um, ex uh who who actually works for Eat. people of influence. Mm. Um, I saw Brodie Kane. Wow. Chat to Brodie Kane I was sat just behind, just in front of uh, Jesse Mulligan, and just sort of yay here to to Greg Bruce from, from Canvas, but who was himself right next to the <laughs> biggest celebrity couple of them all. Uh, well, no, not quite, but the the biggest that I saw, Barry Soper and uh, Heather oh. DuPasiel, and there were two <laughs> seats right next to me, and I was like, please, God, let it be Mike Hosking and Kate Hawkesby. Like, it just felt right. Like, we yeah. were in that kind of
2: wow. realm.
0: Um But, but alas, the receipts no? remained empty the whole time. <laughs> maybe they just turned oh, up man. and it's like, mm, not him.
1: It probably maybe works. the helicopter yeah. couldn't find somewhere to land. Yeah. Um
0: But yeah, I saw saw Jess uh, from Celebrity Treasure Island. Like there was just it was, it was just everywhere, all the time. You know, like I, I'll remember a bunch as we go through the podcast and just keep blurting them out. But great audio. Everyone,
1: everywhere, all at once. <laughs> yeah. For Can
0: the I just say though? Year.
2: I am happy for you, Duncan, but I do feel like it's a cheat when you're going to a, a premiere. I would just like to add a few more that I saw in the wild, completely untethered from any sort of glitzy VIP event. I saw Duncan Garner buying a Gatorade at the Dairy. <laughs> no. That's great. A Duncan Gatorade. I saw Julian Dennison eating a pie at Blue Rose. Like, that's a megawatt. Okay, that's Deadpool too. Sometimes. That's Deadpool too, man. I'm
0: like... Are you just making these up? I
2: think- oh. I've Cheers. got I've got sources. I've got sources. So you can cross-reference.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Those are amazing. And, look, I agree it's a cheat code, but it still happened. It's not like yeah. I'm claiming them as, like, in the wilds. In the wilds, of, you know, like you get 10x the value. But it is, to be in those rooms, like, like that was actually, it was actually quite sweet because it was like, oh, this reminds me of what it was like before the pandemic when you'd just go out and there'd be mm. all these, like, quite rando famous people everywhere.
1: Um, in terms of Hamilton as a show, I mean, obviously the true show was all the people around you. But in terms of Hamilton, the show, my gauge as to whether or not it's a good show is based on this question. Did you fall asleep, Dunk?
0: No. And when you think about it, I had a late night at the Voyages mm. the night before. so And it's a three-hour musical theatre extravaganza.
1: And no one sitting next to you to make you feel the pressure of staying away. Well,
0: no, I had Nikki, but but on the other side, no, no – um, no, one. no, no one, no one. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, no, not at all. Like I had, I had magic time. I thought it was a great show. I mean, I'm sure there's a big discourse that i would missed out on, but um, quite happy to. I went in totally cold, like had never, I'd never watched it or even seen little clippy bits of it. I had a feeling I'd like it because you know, like like politics and hip hop and um, just really good, really good. Do Recommend you
1: think, it. Do you think Hamilton City? Is bummed they didn't get the copyright on, on a musical named Hamilton starring Mellie Mallard, who has popped up by the way in the Real Pod Corner. That's a real history. <laughs> like joined. Yeah.
0: No.
1: Sure. Remember wow. when, <laughs> Remember when the, the contestant who dreamed up Melly the Mallard as Hamilton's um mascot made an Instagram account for it. I, I bet oh, that's quiet that's these nice. days. But no, someone was asking like, what's Hamilton's mascot again? There was something about a duck and we were like, it was a fake mascot, but nice to think that it's like cemented itself in your mind as a wow. real thing.
2: <laughs> Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has the lowdown on everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there and the best way to approach investors. Join some of the superstars of the investment and business world as they share advice from their time in the US so you can make your mahi count in this massive market. The Investment Fix Podcast, brought to you by Invest New Zealand. Tune in today.
0: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We'll sashay
1: over into reality check, but not without... Reminding you to stick around for this whole episode for the big news at the end. Back soon. I have four weeks to decide if I'm going to
2: drop my entire
1: life. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Reality check. I have watched nothing at all, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna Homer Simpson back into the bush and let you guys <laughs> take over here. <laughs>
2: Well, I can talk about the new season of the Kardashians. Duncan, have you watched the new season of the Kardashians?
0: I, I, I have not. I'm bad. I mean, I'm right.
2: always
1: interested in Kardashians' news, so go I for
0: be it. Uptight.
2: Well, look, it's returned, so we're into the third season now of the big Hulu Disney Plus reboot. And I watched it one night. I couldn't sleep. It was maybe like one a.m. And it made me feel so sad. <laughs> it's like this crazy. Aww. The first thing that's really obvious. Is that all of these women are shrinking? Like beyond, they're already very tiny women and they are half the size they used to be. And it's very scary. And they're all miserable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like they're all just going through the worst possible things ever. And they're trying to create these engineer, these sort of fun situations. Like Kendall has a party to celebrate her tequila turning some age. And there's, like, a guy in a (laughs) jetpack who delivers a tequila from one end of the lawn to the other. But it just feels so, like... it starts right now. And a jetpack should be the funniest thing you've ever seen. We know this. (laughs) I mean, it is. We know this. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just so bleak. Like, they're kind of engineering these novelty situations. I don't know. I think it's kind of fascinating to check in with them. If you haven't seen it in a while, just to see kind of where they're at. They're just obviously oozing wealth kim kardashian has this giant empty beige house and she's got psoriasis (laughs) and it's just like i don't know i think it's fascinating i just highly recommend if you haven't checked in with them for a little bit um go and see how they're doing because i'm i'm
1: worried (laughs) can you give me the the tldr on like where each of them are at at this point in the season because i at this point okay out of kardashian news so last i heard like travis and and uh, Courtney were trying for a baby. They'd recently gotten married. Um, Tristan was. What was he doing? He was. He, he was having babies with other people. And Chloe was finding out, even though she thought that they were working on their relationship. Um, Chris was having. Yeah. proposal.
2: So, but. And Chloe had also. Has just welcomed another son to a surrogate to Tristan, and there's this whole kind of narrative about how she doesn't like connect with the son at all, and it's just really grim. <gasps> um, Travis and and Courtney have given up on IVF and are returning to El Natural. So there's a lot of that, them kind of running off for 15-minute intervals, which I guess is sort of fun. It's sort of fun for the first few times, but then it just starts to be like, oh, oh. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Kim has broken up with Pete and is going, and and I think the show has kind of dropped in as Kanye's having, you know, the ultimate Kanye sort of moment Mm -hmm. in public. So... She's sort of combusting. Uh, What's Kylie doing? Kylie is, it teases that Kylie thinks they should maybe think about the impact that they have had on young (laughs) women at some point in the season. And she's going to dissolve her fillers. (laughs) So got that to look forward to. (laughs) Kendall, of course, is. Talking about how it's such a struggle being a, a CEO in the alcohol industry. I'm just kind of like, <laughs> there is nothing for any of us to grab onto here. You know, like for anyone who's not a Kardashian, there's nothing relatable on this program anymore apart from Kim's psoriasis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a great little rundown. Thank you. I really enjoyed that. Really good. Yeah. It actually makes me want to watch it. Um, there's been a new Taskmaster cast announced. Alex? Very exciting. No, not Alex. Alex is. Are you? You're not in there, are you?
2: No, no, not to my knowledge. Di Henwood, Mel Bracewell, two O'Learys, Karen and Ray, which is very Whoa. exciting to me. And Bubba, who I think is terrific. I've got high hopes for this cast. Um, particularly excited about Ray O'Leary, who I think is, yeah, a real wild card. <laughs>
1: <laughs> When's that starting? Um. Don't know. Look it up. Google. I don't it, know. I don't actually like, know if, if I'm allowed to
2: say. I don't know. I don't know. Let's cut that out. And the answer is, I don't know.
1: <laughs> what we do know is that there's a lot of great locally made reality television coming up this year that we can all look forward to. It's Taskmaster Traders, the Traders the first traders. season of New Zealand Traders, which inside word is it's looking really good. Um, but that's the inside word from the people who are making it, so I assume that they. But they like that.
0: they tend to be pretty reliable. I reckon. yeah
1: yeah. Like, It just goes quiet, eh, if it's not good.
0: Yeah, and if you ask them, they'll sort of, you know, some network people I I find, I mean, you're talking about uh, production company people. I find network people can be pretty honest about whether it's a bang or if it's just fine.
1: I actually just had a random message from someone whom I don't know if they're related to the show on my Instagram just being like, you are going to love the traders. Yeah, so – uh, I don't. Know. I don't actually know if my source came from inside the production or the network or perhaps the cast. No idea. We, we shall see. Cast your minds back 25 years to an island of treasure, because this week, 25 years ago, Treasure Island started.
0: Is it? Yeah. Have we got any coverage?
1: Um, well, we do here on the Real Port, obviously.
0: That's great.
1: We do.
2: Tara Ward has looked back at the twenty five craziest moments from twenty five years
0: of what Island is a great face thing. To do. So
1: that's coming on. Do you think well, am I in there? Am I in there? Did it's I do day. anything crazy?
0: I don't think you did anything. I do not do anything enough. crazy
1: enough. Um you <gasps>
2: might have actually you might have made the list.
1: The the puzzle blowing down. That was
0: crazy.
1: That was crazy. Oh my it God. was I, crazy. Like I have a visceral reaction when I think about it's it. It's just
0: injustice. <sighs>
1: Uh, but yes, 25 years ago, Treasure Island started the winner of the $25,000. I don't put this in the notes. I feel greedy reading it out. Are you happy with me continuing, Alex, or would you like to take over?
2: No, you do it. I can't open the notes because <laughs> okay, my laptop's going to die. If Alex
1: disappears, it's because she's on low percent and she left her charger in Auckland. The um, 24-year-old kitchen fitter called Levi Bowen with a nipple ring. He won. Uh
0: that, he won with a nipple ring or he happened to have a nipple ring and won?
1: I, no, he happened to have one. I don't think there was a nipple ring contestant uh, on the show specifically. But anyway, every just, five – just clar- no, it's good. Clarification. Every five days people were eliminated. Every five days. That's wow, such a long time. God,
0: I just love old TV when they just had all the time in the world. Even
1: better, they were eliminated by doing a trivia test on a chunky laptop. Wow! Yeah, I rem- and that sparked my memories. So good when I read that, I can remember them sat at this little
2: laptop, and they're filling out like a very basic. It looks it looks like a spreadsheet, like it looks like an Excel spreadsheet, and they're all huddled around this very chunky, chunky, chunky laptop, answering questions about like, this is the capital <laughs> of Fiji, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what sends you home. It's just who, who?
0: mental. It's amazing to think that the franchise <laughs> survived and thrived the way it has given that that was the level of kind of care that went into, like, the most exciting moment of the show. It was like, I mean, this seems terrible, but let's just go with it.
1: I feel like it's really evolved <laughs> over
0: I the mean, years. I mean, when you look back at that the, the, that Touchdown slate at the time when you had The Fence, and, like, she must have had, like, 10, 12 shows in production at any given time with a real, like, we're going to have nine absolute corpses come out of this thing but we might have two or three that work that's that was the approach <laughs> great hero
1: funny that the laptop uh, trivia test show was the one that, that made it through and yeah. actually probably had like the longest life uh the every five days elimination as someone who's mm. been on the island feels kind of like a luxury because you know if you make it through elimination then you've got another five days before you have to worry about it again but it seems very awful for production it's just very costly the I, I watched a little bit of the last ever show, the last episode, sorry, um and it was just down to two contestants, so for a whole episode, they just had two contestants, and they just seemed to be like roaming around in the bush looking for something and lots of talking head stuff of just these two people It was <laughs> quite dull uh, <laughs> And then, but the worst part was when Pia, so Peter Keating went on to host the show. She came second, and she um, she's like, "Oh, now I'm just stuck with old mate for the next few days." You know, he was a friend up till now, but now he's competition. I'm like, they did five days, b- for the final two as well, That's it's amazing. just wild. I've done some slow thing on on Levi That's Bowen crazy. because <laughs> lest we forget, Levi, our first ever winner of Treasure Island, he moved to uh, the states in 2000. Living in Tennessee. He's loving Jesus and being a dad of two. Um, he married a lovely lady over there and he is a coach in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. He's traveling all over the world, documenting it on Instagram with the family. He's just being very adventurous and building a 120 square foot, super high end tiny home. 128 square feet is um, just shy of 12 square meters for yeah, the metric way. heads above us. Very small, but high end. Yeah. So, wow. Still have a still have the old nipple ring? Uh, or? I did not. Th- I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I couldn't well, tell you would, like conclusively.
0: I could tell you. I feel like nipple rings are profoundly incompatible with Brazilian jiu jitsu.
1: <laughs> oh, that's, that's so true. That's just
0: very sore. <laughs>
1: isn't, isn't Brazilian jiu jitsu what Max key?
0: Yeah, did? it's like MMA. It's it's one of the the core fighting styles for mm. part of mixed martial arts.
1: Have you ever you've had p- a piercing that you no longer have? Nope, never, never, never. never. What about you, Alan? Never Alice?
0: sully my flesh.
1: What about that tattoo that you had? Apart from off? that, um,
2: <laughs> I had a, I had my belly button pierced and my nose pierced. Gone, both
1: gone. Yeah, my body rejected it. That's why you don't get piercings behind a dairy and mastodon. <laughs> Good, in note. front of the
0: dairy or not at all.
1: If you take nothing else away from this episode, it's that I had an eyebrow piercing and the scar lives on forever. I wish I didn't, but, you know, life's full of regrets. Is it time? It's time. Okay, who's announcing this big news? <gasps> Duncan, go on. Okay. I don't know. I feel no, like we should have talked about this I think it's very real more. part
0: to have just just be springing out. Okay. Okay. <sighs> so we had a meeting last week, which felt like it had been a long time coming. Yeah. And and it had, had was sort of related to previous meetings where we've been trying to to figure out what to do about RealPod, particularly in the the, the the sort of often lengthy spells between the big reality shows. Of
1: which we are in one right now.
0: And we're in one right now. And the show, it's it's just different in, the, in that period of time. And we want to find a way to kind of make it as fun and hooky all the time as it is when there's a big show on. And we think we've cracked it. Mm. Uh, it's not... It's going to change and it should still have all the bits that you know and love, but it'll have this kind of new core to it. And we're not going to tell you what that is. You're going to have to wait. But you're
1: you're going to love it. You are going to love it. We know you guys well enough to know that you're going to love it. And it's something we're very comfortable with and that we end up in this world constantly anyway.
0: It feels very connected to the community. Yeah. Like like it will interact with um, the the cornies as well as anything we've ever done. Might even have a new name, have a new format, but I think you'll still love
1: it. Mm. I actually think it's going to be the best bits of us. Yeah. Concentrated into a glorious, glorious offering. And sort of a multifaceted one, but more on that later. So, I mean, it is—it's really big news because it's going to be like a massive change while keeping all the best bits that you know and love about us. Um, and we can't tell you more. And I know that you probably expected us to announce that we were having a real pod baby or something because we built this up so much. But it is—it is, it is going to be huge, and we just couldn't not share the fact that. Big, great things are coming with you and we will let you know more as soon as we can. And in the meantime, just the usual, just the usual until we can tell you more.
0: It's like when the Kardashians left E and went to Hulu and it just was heaps better, as Alex just described.
1: Except for maybe not the third season, which is quite bleak, (laughs) as Alex just described. That the was good parts. Uh. <laughs> the good parts. No, it's going to be. It's going to be amazing. Um, and we, we we just have to leave you hanging. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Duncan.
0: Bye. Bye. Kia ora, Kia e Butler here, podcast manager at the Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spinoff member at thespinoff.co.nz/slash/donate.